Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience by Bishop David Yali. Bishop David Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident pastor of Loyalty House International, one of the denominations under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, Tema Community 22 Branch. He has been in the ministry for over 25 years, has a rare insight into the Word of God, and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word by Bishop David Yali. We want to take our testimony for today. Oh. Oh, bon, c'est ma bonne Nowadays, I'm improving on my three lessons. Beautiful. Before we take the testimony, I want us to look at the scripture, um, Luke chapter 17, verse 11, to encourage us, all of us who have testimonies, to be bold and declare it in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 17, verse 11. Can you project it for me? The Bible says that, and it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, he was talking about Jesus, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, verse 12. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were leopards, which stood afar off. Thirteen. Quickly, please. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go shew yourself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. So, Jesus told them that go to the pastor, go to the church and meet the pastor and you will be well. Verse 15. Please. Okay. And one of them, when he was, he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. So out of the ten, only one came back to Jesus because Jesus said that come to the pastor you'll be fine. And only one came with a testimony. May you always recognize the blessings of the Lord in your life and come to the house of God with a testimony. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus as we take this wonderful testimony from our sister Sarah. Hallelujah. Beautiful. She says, my name is Sarah Darzi. And I'm in the Psalms Chapel. She goes further to say that about three years ago, I had a very bad feeling within my lower abdomen. And this feeling grew worse. So I visited the hospital and was subsequently diagnosed with fibroid. She says that though I started taking some medication, the situation was getting worse by the day. So, one day, I came to see our father, Bishop Yali, after service and discussed with him for a counsel and advice. It was then that he advised me to undergo a surgery, which I didn't want to in the first place, because I was afraid and also I had no money for the surgery. 
She says, because of the COVID, I was jobless. And my rent was also due. Which, of course, I didn't have money for all that. Let alone going for a surgery of this magnitude. She said that, but upon our father's counsel and advice, I was now ready for the um, to be scheduled for the surgery, which was on the 15th of September. She says that, I must say that I was so afraid of this surgery to the point that I even entered into the operation theater with fear I miss worshiping and prayer. As I laid on the theater table and the doctors began their work, I fell into a kind of trance and I saw Bishop Yali, our father, standing at the head side of my bed. She said that he held my shoulder and started encouraging me. In the process of, of his encouragement, I became so peaceful in my spirit. It was at this point that I knew I am fine for the surgery. He said that but before Bishop came in, I was just feeling that there was something not right as the operation was going on. And I confirmed it when the doctor sent me this message after the surgery. And I quote, and this was the message the doctor sent her. She says that, the doctor says that at the beginning of the surgery, I heard you singing a song. And it was so powerful. The doctor went further to say that your surgery turned out to be the most difficult surgery I have ever carried on in my 10 years of surgical practice. The doctor went further to say that. But at, at a point, I think with your singing, the Holy Spirit took over. He says that we were stuck and didn't even know what to do. But we realized that Jesus was on your side. That is why I read the testimony of the ten lepers. Only one came to thank Jesus. He says that Bishop... I say to the glory of God that though I did not have any money for the surgery and of course my rent was due and I had no job, even at times what to eat I needed to think about. It says I say to the glory of God that I have fully paid for the surgery. She says my rent is fully paid. I am even having plenty surplus that I am living on after my surgery. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. She says, God bless you, Bishop, for all the help 
both spiritual and financially. I thank all the pastors and the reverend ministers who visited me and prayed with me during this time of difficulty. She says that I thank all my wonderful family church members, my choirster friends and family friends. God bless you and to God I give the glory. Put your hands together for Jesus, for what he has done in the life of our sister. And she says that I give God the glory and I have offering to give to Jesus, my Lord. Put your hands together for Jesus. gift of your son Jesus. It is in him that we are complete. Yes. We dip ourselves in the blood of the living Savior. Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit carry us, Heavenly Father, into your presence. Yes. And teach us right before your presence. Jesus. Let this meeting be in the presence of God. Yes. Let no devil, no demon, Jesus. no power. Jesus. Be able to operate in the presence. In the name of Jesus. Let your power fall, Lord. Yes, Lord. As your word of God is taught. Yes. I curse and bind any power that is not of God. In Jesus' name. To wither from us. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. We curse the desire of the wicked one. Yes. Against us. Yes, Lord. And I pray that Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Take over. In Jesus' name. And reveal Jesus. Yes, Lord. Speak to our hearts Jesus. the words of this life. Yes, Lord. Let our minds and our hearts be changed. Jesus. I yield myself to you, Lord, like a little child. Yes, Lord. Make me obedient yes, Lord. to you, Lord. And fill me with your spirit. Yes, Lord. To teach the word of God. Jesus. I bind distractions. In the name of Jesus. And voices. Yes, Lord. And beds. Jesus. That's still the word of God from us. Yes. Let the fire of God, of the Holy Spirit, yes. fill everyone here. Amen. As far as my voice can reach. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, whom I serve. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let us be seated in the presence of God. You are welcome to the Loyalty House 22 branch. And I want to say that this is the best place to be. Because God is here in the name of Jesus. Well, last week I was talking about staying connected. And I want to talk about this. I want to continue about staying connected. You know, God is a connecting God. So all his creation are connected. You may not know. You may not know that there's 
there is even a connection between the moon and the sea. Did you know that? You didn't learn it in geography? Yes. Depending on the, the particular uh, time of the month, the sea tide rises. I was watching um, a documentary where a shark bit somebody in a river. But sharks are not in a river. So that's why I got to know. The, it was a mystery. But later they realized that it was the particular time of the month when the sea, the tide had risen. So the sea came into the river. That's how. So what I'm saying is that there are connections. It was the devil who came to try to bring these connections. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. The Bible says in Colossians 1.17, talking about Jesus, he said, he is before all things. In other words, you came to meet him. Before everything, he was there. And by him, all things consist. Or all things hold together. Everything is held together. You leave Jesus out, everything just disintegrates. Now, so, back to our scripture. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. For the perfection of the saints and for the work of the ministry and for the edifying of the body of Christ. So, we all come to the knowledge of the word. The knowledge of the Son of God. 13. You should be running fast. To the, to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man. Unto the measure of the stature of Christ. Verse 14. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness by which they lie in wait to deceive. Verse 16. But speaking the truth in love that we may grow up into him which is the head even Christ Jesus. So we learn that in the body of Christ, God gives us gifts or he gives us pastors. But pastors and the members are all the same body. Now the work of the pastor or the prophet or the apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ is to, is to teach so that we all become perfect men or matured. And then we can also work. So, so, everybody must be taught to be matured enough to work for Christ. If the pastor doesn't teach you to become matured so you can also do something for Christ, then the pastor has failed. And for the edifying or the building or the encouragement of the body. So, two things. Train 
people to be matured enough to work for the Lord. And then two, to edify or to charge like a battery. The body, the battery, the church is charged with the Holy Ghost. The church is built up by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. So that we all can come to the unity of, of the faith. No differences. Our faith in God is one. And to the knowledge of the Son of God. So we all get to know who Jesus is. Want to know? Do you want to know? I want to know that who Jesus is. And then also to the measure of the stature. Stature means like somebody who is heavy. He's a man of a great stature. Not physical stature, but it's stature in life. Jesus is huge. So that we will have the stature of Christ. So that from henceforth, we will not be like children. Because it is easy to become like a child in the church. Tossed about and to and fro by the, every wind of teaching, wind of doctrine. So some people are easily tossed to and fro from the church. Somebody's passed a comment, you got offended and, and you got tossed. That was a teaching you had. Rather than hear a teaching that will make you part of the body, you had a teaching or you had a word or you had an offended person who is saying bad things about the church. And then you were tossed out. That was a be a child. Don't be a child. Don't be a child. Because you can stay in church and be a child. Somebody came to your house and was gossiping and, and then you were tossed out of the body. You were a child. Listening to people's opinions. You are a child. By the wind. Of what? That wind is the word pneuma. It's a spirit. Spirit. That's, that's, that's where the Holy Ghost comes like a wind. Or the breath of God. So, after what you are teaching. You are, you are hearing. Or being taught. Or you are hearing. It's from the wind of the Holy Spirit. Or it's from another wind, which is the devil, that can... That's what I mean. I don't like negative things because of the effects. Because a negative thing, you can be in the church for 38 years, a negative thing can bomb you out, if you don't know. May God help us, in Jesus' name. And cunning craftiness, like tristness, Tristers. Tristers. They have their own motive. They have their own agenda. But you may not know. But can, they can sell the agenda to you. Tristers. Cunning craftiness. Whereby they lie in wait to deceive. And let me tell you. There is so much deception in the world. So now even a lie looks like a truth. It's and the lie can come to you like half truth. Because you don't know all. You only know a little. So much. That's why 
a man now can say that he feels that he's a woman. A woman can feel that he's a man. You see, so they are, these are heavy duty deception, but they are small, small, small ones. You can be deceived even to think that your church that you are in is not a good church. You two are you no go. <laughs> and you are, you, are, you are around and, and like maggots in your mouth, when you bite people, you infect them with the maggots. Are you in church? <laughs> so 15 says that we should speak the truth in love. Sometimes your mother is advising you because about day telling the truth. You see, but when your mind is not working well, say my mother doesn't like me. So you want to do what you want to do. Truth is not nice. That's when 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 women dress, they always want to see. Oh, is my hair nice? Oh, you didn't say anything about my nice. Maybe your hair, your hair is like something, but you see, but we still have to say it's nice. You see, the fact that your husband has not said that it is nice, just accept it. If it's nice, you say, but you want him to say it is nice by force. Because you want to hear something. Oh, it's nice. Me, as you say, it's not nice. So, speaking the truth in love. And I said that that truth, Bible said that First Timothy 3.16, all scripture is by the inspiration or by the breath of God. It's by the wind of God. It's for doctrine that is teaching for what? Reproof. To rebuke you for correction and instruction in God's way, in the way of righteousness eh, that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished unto good works. It's like thoroughly decorated for good things because you had a truth that was a correction you didn't get angry. May God heal us of all the angry that we got angry at when we're corrected, when we're rebuked, when we're instructed. And may God give us the heart of a little child like baby Jesus. Like who? Baby Jesus. Mary said, I'm carrying to Egypt. Jesus didn't complain. Baby. Jesus. And the Bible says that when we hear the truth, we grow into him. 
the church is supposed to grow into God. It's supposed to grow into Jesus. It's not saying you should grow into fixes. That is in the secular world. Or grow into economics. That one, go to the world. Yeah, we don't teach economics. Or grow into law. Go to the world. We grow into Jesus. So here it is Jesus things. It's, it's what Jesus what things. If you don't like Jesus things, then you can't be in the church. It's all about Jesus. Are you understanding me? So when we talk about Jesus things, don't expect us to support LGBTQ and everything. It's Jesus things. When we talk about corruption, don't expect us to support. It's Jesus things. Yeah, grow into him. When we talk about righteousness, holiness, it's what Jesus said. When we say don't live with a man who is not married, married to you, we are talking about growing to him. There is no gray area. There's a gray hair. And there's black hair. But there's no white hair. But in Christ, it's either you are white or you are black. There's no gray area. Either you are in Christ or you are somewhere. But here we grow into him. And when we grow into him, I said when we grow into him, we have him. We are completing him. In him, I hid all the treasures and the wisdom of God. All the things of God are in him. Everything of God the Father is in him. Everything of the Spirit is in Him. In Him we are complete. So when we grow into Him, God the Holy Ghost now has the power to come and do things in our lives. That is why we cannot stop preaching about Jesus. Now, aside going to him, we said that sister said that from whom the whole body fitly fit. And I said it's the whole body. God wants us, the whole body to be fitly fit together in Christ. So if you're in the church, it's your choice to be part of the whole body that is fitted. Nobody forces you. If you say, I can't fit in the whole body, then find another body and fit. You must fit. If this finger says that, I can't fit in the finger, I want to go, then go to the doctor, let them cut it. And be. Or you can go and join another person's finger. So the person has two little fingers. 
it's a decision you have to make to sell. But I want to be part of the whole, whole body, whole body. Fitly fit, number two. You must fit fitly. Fit well into the church. And I said one of the keys to fit well in the church is to be fitted to good people in the church. If you have good friends in the church, you fit well. If you fit with the wrong person, you are not likely to fit in the church. Some people don't fit in churches because of who they are connected to. Because of who speaks to them. Mighty Jesus. So your friends in the church is what to make you fit. Sometimes you find nice people in the church suddenly they change because they got fitted to another person. And suddenly they started hearing things. You see, no church is perfect. The perfect is Jesus, the head. But the rest of the church, if you are looking for a perfect church, when we get to heaven, but on the earth, you will never have a perfect church. Never. There is no time that the church, then the, the, you, have to, you, you don't have to be a human being. But still, Jesus loves his church. Oh, if you are sitting with your spouse and you hear twin, 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 and the air spells, does that change your listen? So, if some things are coming from the church, you think Jesus changes his mind? You will be on the graphic and whatever and saying bad things, but he never changes his mind. Let's not the devil lie to us. So be fit. Some, sometimes you have to change your friend. Even in the church, I'm telling you, I will advise you as a pastor that sometimes you have to intentionally even change some change your friend because of what you are. Look for friends who say things. Change your friends. So you, I, I will not work with you again. Yes. We're in the church, but I will, I will not work with you again. I, I don't hear negative things. You don't say good things about the church. You don't say good things about the members. You don't say things about the pastor. You don't say good things about ministries. You are in the choir, but you don't say good things about the choir. You are in the choir. You don't say you are in the asset. We don't say good about the asses. It because so, I'm changing from my connection to you to guess someone who has good see good things. And he said, join together. That's the unity. Unity is together. 
God wants us to be united in him. To have the mind that I love unity in the name of Jesus Christ. And I spoke about um, 1 Corinthians 1.10 I beseech you by the, by, by the mercies by, is it mercies brethren by the name of our Lord by the name, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that you speak the same thing. So in the church we speak the same thing. We don't speak different things. Eh, I will robots. We are no robots, but we speak the same thing. We do not to speak the same thing with your wife in the house. Why come that you don't want to speak the same thing? Oh? And the church can say, now, you don't even have your mind. You have your mind, but we say we speak the same thing. That's what we say. And that there be no divisions. Paul said, mark them who cause divisions. And offense, Romans 16 verse 17. People cause divisions. They cause divisions. Look, look for uh, voting ink. And mark them. And avoid them. This is the spirit of speaking. You know. People you must avoid in church. Avoid them. Are people who cause divisions and offenses. When they speak to you, they, they create offenses. Avoid them. It's not talking unbelievers who in the church. Oh, help me, Jesus. That First Corinthians one ten. That there be no divisions, and that ye be perfectly joined in the same mind. So same mind. Are you clones? No. The Holy Ghost says, have the same mind. This is how we are thinking. When we say this, this how we this this are talk. We don't have divided mind. Eh, have the same different mind with your, in your house. Your wife has a different mind. You also have your children also have a different mind. And see what will happen. Let's stop criticizing the church when the church is speaking about some things. When the church you don't have who told you, you don't have your mind? You have the mind, but we say we have the same mind about it, about, about issues. If this is wrong, it is wrong. Our mind on LGBT, it is wrong. So how can you have a different mind? Our mind on Orangu is wrong. So how come you think it is right? Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, same mind. Is wrong, is wrong, is correct, is correct. Same mind. And then what? Same judgment. Judgment is decision to arrive at between the court. Listen, and I come with a conclusion that this is my judgment. So same judgment. We say this 
this chair is wine. Yeah, this chair is wine. That's our judgment. It's wine. Yeah, you can't say it is blue. That's a togetherness. That's why in angel, in heaven, angels have the same mind. Demons, Satan, and they don't have the same mind, though. I'm telling you, yes. There's always confusion. They only have the same one they want to destroy. They have to control their division to come together and destroy. But than that, no. Confusion. Angels. Revelation 5 is 8. Verse 8. Give me verse 7. No, verse 9. Verse 10. Verse 11. I'm looking for my verse. And I beheld, and I heard their voice. No voices. I heard what? The voice of many angels run about the throne, but it was one voice. You don't want to speak the same thing. That there's many voices. Many angels run about the throne and the fall and the beast and the elders and the number of them was 10,000. And I was 10,000 group. Eh? Times 10,000. So, so there are groups of 10,000s. 10,000. 10,000. And then thousands of thousands. So, so also group. This group is in thousands, 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 thousands. 10,000, 10,000, 10,000, 10,000, 10,000, 10,000, 10,000. So depending on who you group, either you're in a group of 10,000 or you're in a group of and when they sang one voice so whole body that's your choice and if you don't agree what do you have to do? Just leave those who agree in peace and then find where you can agree and you are okay. From whom the whole body fitly fits together and compacted by that which every joint supplied according to the effectual working of every part. So the next one of staying connected is compassion. When they make the road, they compact it. So all the sun becomes one, compact. No loose. Thank you, Jesus. 
Compassion. Somebody said to Bishop, your church is airtight. Because the person came to pass some comments and people didn't agree. Like, no, no, we don't say such things here. Don't say such things here. We don't disrespect these elders here. We don't disrespect elderly people here. We don't disrespect pastors here. We don't say such, such comments here. Because Jesus didn't do that. So the compassion. It is not enough to, to be fitted and to be together. There's the compassion. The compassion comes when not every joint, every what joint supplies. You see, when you take the human body, the human body is not one piece. It's joints. That is why it is very functional. Are you understanding me? You can squat. You can make movements. You can do this. You can do this. You can even do break dancing. Maybe just one wood. You can bring food to your mouth. And then you have to fall down on the face. Like that. If you want to sit. I don't know you can even sit. So God has made the body with joints by his own wisdom. So the body can become functional and benefit every member of the body. And every joint has a part to play in this body in Jesus' name. Hallelujah to Jesus. If I join to Pastor Ivan, it joins. For that to be compassion, I have to do something myself for the joint to be, to be, to be very functional. It's not one day, I want to send a pastor to my friend, an NOUD pastor. So I started going to his house. I go visit him. But he was not reciprocal. Rather than not, this relationship. It is a one-sided relationship. Even in your own marriage. If it's one-sided. That's the way. Everybody must contribute in the joint. That's how come things grow. You see, make it increase the body. So, you will see that whoever that you are close with, even the church, 
your contribution makes that relationship even grow. I mean, we all have different levels of relationship in the church. But so the degree of the relationship is based on what the person is contributing to the joints. My degree of relationship, even with every member of the church, I can't have equal relationship with everybody. I mean, then I'm a liar. I'm a liar. And it shouldn't pain you that I'm saying that I cannot have a relationship with every uh, same relationship with uh, uh, like it's equal. Then I'm lying to you. In the same way, if you also say that you have a relationship with everybody equal in the church, you're also lying to us. It is your the supply to the joint is what is determining the growth and the increase of the relationship. I mean, it's so basic and even more understood than one plus one. So also in the church, you need to supply according to the effectual, my Jesus Christ, working. In medicine, if I pure pee your hand this way for six weeks, when we remove the POP, your hand will be like this. Because this forearm could not supply anything. So it becomes ankylosed. It's a medical word. Stiff. Unless you do physiotherapy. Some of us, you need spiritual physiotherapy. Because you have been POP'd. You are not supplying anything to the church. Oh, you don't like my sermon? So, so you need physiotherapy and exercises. You have to start doing something. Eh? And then also, the, 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 the mass of the, of the mass decreases in size. So some of us too, we are decreasing in size because there is no activity, activity to the church. When you go to work, because you work, that one or there is more activity and your muscle for work is big. But in the church, your muscle for the church is small. Say, Jesus loves me. That's why I'm hearing this sermon. You see, what I'm saying with you is you can, you can even call it how to prosper. Yes, I'm showing you. How do you prosper? But Jesus is not poor. If you're all connected to, to his church, you are functioning. Amen.
everybody has a contribution to the joint. Now, what is keeping us from contributing? Number one, Romans 12, 3. God is sending this sermon to us to heal us, to cure us, and to challenge us. Because God has need of you as he has also need of me. He has what? Need of you. God has a very strong need of me. For I say through the grace given to me to every man or woman who is among you. So you are among us. You are watching online. Among you. Not to think of himself or herself more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly. You see, to sober means that why drink thou? Sober. So think like somebody whose mind is there because it's like someone who is drunk. You're, you don't think well. Now, you can also be drunk not with wine, but you can be drunk with money, drunk with your job, drunk with your political power. As I say, it's power drunk. Drunk with your family name. Drunk with your prestige. Drunk with many things get you drunk, so you don't even think well. Drunk with mebahache. You can be drunk with the car that you drive. You can be drunk with the area that you live. You can even be drunk with the father. I'm older than you. I finished school before you finished school. I was made a pastor before you were made a pastor. I am ordained. You are not ordained. You are my reverend. You are a pastor. It doesn't make you to think well. I'm a bishop. You are a pastor. I am married. You are not married. I'm employed. You are not employed. You become drunk. You can't even go for the Jew and you think that you are powerful, it makes you drunk. And Paul is saying that. This is what the Lord is saying. That every man should not think of himself 
more highly than you ought to think. But to think soberly according to the measure of faith. In other words, your thinking should be based on your faith in Jesus Christ. Not based on what you have. Not based on who you are. The reason for the pride that comes is our thoughts are based on who you are, what you have. Sometimes you see somebody walking amongst us, suddenly he's promoted, suddenly he has his rich, and he, his attitude in the church changes. You see, but when you, are, when you are thinking, it's based on your faith in Christ. You become cool, even though you have, even though you're a big man. They made you a pastor. Suddenly you have changed. They gave you something to do. Suddenly you have changed. You think you are better than everybody. You bought a new car. Suddenly you have changed. Oh, Holy Spirit, help us be Christians. What is your measure of your faith in Christ? You be cool. That measure of faith in Christ makes you cool enough to supply to the joint. Because you have faith in Christ, faith in his work. That's why he's started talking about for the uh, work of the ministry. You have faith in Christ. You have faith in his work. Based on your faith. That's the first thing. How people think not based on their faith in Christ, but on who they are. So they think that they are big. When they give you something to do, it's above me. Hey, it's above you. When Jesus himself was washing feet. And why have you given this one? I've given this one, this one. I've given this one that is not. Look, whatever they give you, just do it. And don't feel important. The day that thing is removed, have you not seen? Have you not seen ministers who have lost power, and suddenly their importance has gone? So it's like, what is making you important is no longer there. Number two. This is why people don't supply. So, they are just there. Be short. Maybe you are be short. You are hearing my, my listen. I'm not preaching to whatever. I'm preaching to you be cured. Amen. 
I'm waiting for the day where a CEO will be an usher. He's standing here. He's a manager at the workplace. When he comes, he's ushering his own mem- his own workers. You can sit down. I'm looking for the days when Holy Spirit has blessed people. There's a millionaire. But every Saturday he comes to clean the church. It's based on his faith in God. I have something to do for God. Not based on what I have. Looking for the day when when he, before you got married you were serious. But when you got married, you have changed. I'm looking for the day when wives, they have three children, they have four children, but they are contributing things to the church of God. Verse 4. Number 2. For we are members of one body and all members, all members have not the same office. The second reason why people don't think, don't do anything is that they don't know that we are members of one another. Members of what? One another or members in in one body. You think too independently. Your thinking in the church is me, myself, and I. You don't care about the church, the body. You don't care about what is happening in other places. Your latitude is so short. You can't stretch your latitude. Just come to church, hear sermon, and I go away. Because you don't think about the others. One day I told a guy, I used to advise him. The next time he was at the counter back. So I went to him. I told, I told him, you see, as I was advising you, we are thinking only about ourselves. You see what you have done has brought me here. You don't know that our lives are connected. You don't know. Because as you are here, I had to move from my house. Pastor, your church member is behind me. He said, if you think that of the whole body, it makes you, even the family, if you think of the whole body, you behave well. I'm actually doing family and marriage counseling. You are a wife, all you think about is yourself. Any money you have clothes, 
Anyone you have close, anyone you close, and the food that your husband eats is so bad. You are also a husband. You think about yourself. Your your chap money is very small. And 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 you are assessing yourself. You buy expensive phone, expensive shoe, shop small shop money. Oh, Jesus, you love me. So when you think of yourself too highly by looking at things and not your faith in Christ, you don't do anything. When you also think more about yourself, but you don't think about, I mean, I mean, give me Romans, sorry, 1 Corinthians 12. Oh, Jesus, I'm yours. All the problems we have is selfishness. But today God is healing us of our selfishness. Hey, my time is up. The devil is loosing already. Jesus has been exalted in the church. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse 12. For as the body is one and hath many members, thank you, Holy Ghost, and all the members are of that one body, so is our master Jesus Christ, our Savior. So is Christ. So I am of you, you also of me. Master Jesus. For by the one spirit, the Holy Spirit, are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Greeks, whether we born or free, and have been made to drink of into one spirit. Verse 14. For the body is not one member, but many. Verse 15. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? So if the foot only thinks of himself, But today I see the Holy Spirit touching you and me, reorienting our thinking from, from the, the, the earthly and demonic thinking and realigning us ourselves to see that we are members of the same body. See? And we just had a conference with our father. I mean, then you realize that 22 is not the only loyalty house. There are other churches. 
So we cannot sit here and sit here and think that, oh, we are, it's just us. It's not just us. And therefore, we can do anything as we want. It's not just us. It's, it's a whole UD body. You haven't traveled before, that's why. So, think as a member of the body so that if you were a finger, you know how to, to do this. We, we need somebody to, to give us what? Thumbs up. And you are the only person who can do it. The toe cannot do it. The eye cannot do it. Number three. Romans. Go back to Romans again. Number 12. Verse 5. Verse 5. Okay, verse 6. Verse 6. Having then gifts according to the grace of God that is given to us, let us prophesy. Now, the third reason why people don't contribute is that they don't know that God has given them gifts with an associated grace. So you are sitting in the church, you think that you don't have a gift. But everybody has a gift. You see, when I take this, it's so gifted that the leg cannot do what it one does. Very gifted. When I do this, it's called supination. When I do this, it's called pronation. So I can pronate and supinate. Yes. But the leg cannot pronate and supinate. I can flex my finger, flex and extend. So flexing and extension. But the leg, when the leg wants to flex, you see, it does not flex towards the white part or the colored part of parts. It flex towards the, the dark side. So even the language is called dorsiflexion. And when he wants to extend, plantar extension. So it's like you are extending towards the surface. That's the gift. He can't speak. This can't speak. He can't see. So everybody has a gift. And there's a grace for the eye to see. So when you see that, so 
and I'm gifted. It's not true. You have a gift. So the third reason that the inability to recognize that you don't have a gift. Now, what is the, what is the reason? Number three. Number three A. What is the reason why people think that they don't have a gift? He says that whether prophecy let us prophesy. You are looking at a prophet who is prophesying. So you're looking at somebody suddenly dims your gift. Don't look at somebody's prophecy. Let them that are prophesying in Jesus' name prophesy. So the first reason people think they don't have a gift is because they look at others. And the second reason is that they become blinded to what they have. But then he says, all ministry. Oh, help me, Jesus. Let us wait on our ministering. Now, this word ministry means service. So, a minister is a servant. Ministry means serving. So, somebody is not prophesying, but he is serving the church. He is serving the church. He is serving the church. He served the church. And I always think that Epimina has that ministry. Serving the church. Cleaning. Doing this. There are small, 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 small. It's like we're a servant. That's what you can do. They said they are there visiting people, seven this point. This person is not well, they don't go and visit. This person is not there to go and visit. This person has a problem, they go and visit. They are here, here, clean the church. This they, they serve, serve. So they're always like a hot legs. Move here, move here, move here, move here, move here, move here. It's it's it's, it's you don't respect it. You see, but ability to do it easily. I had a guy, the way the guy can visit, even me, the pastor, he visits what I mean, he visits everybody. So don't look at prophets. If I look at prophet Dag and the hugeness of his ministry, then I can't do anything. That is why social media is killing even ministries. Because you look at ministries, you see big ministries, then your own budget, 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 you say, yeah, God. No, don't despise it. Some of us are called to be servants of the church. Paul told them to take off Phoebe because she was, she was a servant of the church. 
babies everywhere. But because you disregard that thing, there's no supply. So you only come to church and go. Or teaching. On teaching. Some people, you are gifted, so you know how to teach. But you see, you are looking at me teaching every Sunday. And you are not teaching. When you can start a basenta. Because someone said that we can start a basenta. Two, three people in our place. Take your Bible and start teaching there. That is your gift. That's your contribution. And then you sit in the church with your teaching and die with your teaching. And you didn't contribute anything to the church. There are people who are sitting who can be teachers of the word of God. You can organize a basenta in your house or look for some kiosks and teach. I cannot teach. Yes, you, you cannot teach to a big crowd, but you can teach to a, small, a smaller crowd. You cannot kill Goliath, but you can kill a bear. You have to start from somewhere. Yeah. The effectual what? working of every part. How you have something to supply to the Lord Jesus Christ. Body. And I know there are teachers here. Hey, one day I went an all night in Kofodia. When, when I'm in Kofodia. And the choir decided to have an all night that day. And the choir leader had told the, the, the choir said that when everybody comes, everybody will share for five minutes. Everybody share something. So I went for the all night. Hey, some little girl came and she quoted from Jeremiah or something. Hey, the revelations. I said, wow, this is the teacher. You see, but when you look at your pastor, then you drown your teaching ministry. How many people are teachers? Let me see your hand. You see, you are a teacher, but you see, sister, you are a teacher. You see, but you don't have the confidence to start a bar center. But I know that many of you will start Basantes very soon. More teachers. The gift on, on you is teaching. From today you can teach. That's the Holy Ghost gift. Verse 8. So I'm showing you how people don't see that, that, that they have a gift because they look at, at that, they look at big gifts. Or he that exalted on exhortation. Or he that encourages. Somebody's work is just to encourage people. We encourage. As I'll be here, if initially, I had a soldier mind, Mr. Bota. Yeah. He just told me, the Pastor, I hear some people are leaving. Don't worry, it will work. He, was, he came as an exhorter. He probably that is the only way he would do. It was sustaining. 
Some people, that is their work. Maybe your exhortation is the reason somebody didn't leave church. The person was so discouraged. He doesn't have a job. But say, look, obey. David, David, obey you. I'm a damn father. It's not a, a, a creepy song, though. But it's an encouraging song. It's well. Stay on. Stay on. You'll be married. Stay on. The child will come. That's also your work. Trying to encourage somebody. It's your work. Listen to work. Listen to work. That's somebody's work. It's your work. You have to start some, somewhere. Barnabas. Acts 4.36 He was called Joseph or Joseph but because of encouragement the disciple apostles called him Barnabas by son of consolation he, I'm sure as we're going through crisis and after crisis Barnabas will win Peter Listen to work. His encouragement made them change his name. There some people when they're around. Oh, Charlie could be. Even when there's, there's nothing to look like it could be. That's what I work. Oh, Jesus. Even when Paul got converted and wanted to come back, they said no. Because this man, yes, when the person said, Paul, don't worry. I know they don't believe you because you were bad. But I know you have changed. Don't worry. They will accept you. Stay cool. Then Paul will go here. The guy is a good guy. Oh. He met Jesus, Lord Jesus. He met Jesus. And suddenly, Barnabas, the encourager, was not become an apostle. Next one, Romans. And I close. To continue next week. I'm not staying what? Connected. To stay connected, what do we have to do? Supply something to the church. And he that give it. With simplicity. Some of this ministry, some people, if you say join prayer warriors, join this, I said they can support. They solve problems behind the scenes. They see needs. The bishop was raising the funds, was struggling. After that, a guy came and said, Bishop, I don't want to be struggling. How much is it? He said, Cost thousands of, do- of dollars. He just took his check, signed the check. That's how people are building churches. Wow. We have to expand this church. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything everybody does is important. And he that showed mercy, this is the compassion ministry. So when people just have heart for orphans, we are going to visit orphans. Then you see them. It's like they are, they are, their strength has come. But when you say, level of evangelism, mm. let's come for all night. Mm-hmm. Let's go at orphanage. Strength has come. We love all. We want to go to prison. We want to go to prison right now. We need money to, for prisoners. So if we, are, if, we are, if we are a compassion, you have compassion, come and give for us. With cheerfulness. Some of us, we can pray. You can be even an unknown intercessor for the church. One day, a pastor's church was growing, and the Lord showed her him. There was an old lady. Say, "Have you seen this old lady? Yeah, she's the reason. Intercession. You know what this is? That is why you see they are public ministry and they are eh, private ministries. Don't seek to be known if you don't have a prophesying ministry." Like I spoke about Mr. Bota. Just one. We have not done anything. He's not an usher. He's not. Listen. That's, that's all. But I remember it. Some people, they like checking on people. You can't see this person. They're calling them. That's also, that's also your work. So the first reason people don't join his wife when they think of themselves too highly because their faith is in their jobs, in themselves, and not in Christ. Let me if you look at yourself, if you have something to look at yourself, you'll be very proud. If you always look at if you look at yourself, you'll be proud. If you don't have also you look at yourself, you'll be very timid. Look at Jesus Christ. And you say you'll be drawn into doing something for the church. You are a professor, but I'll come and see you scrubbing the church. So prof with me and say, hey, hey, may I have to give it to you? Yeah, don't bring professor here. And number two is what? Don't be selfish. Don't think that you are alone. Don't think you are alone. You are not alone in the church. There are also other people. Think about other people. And number three is what? Everyone has a gift. You have a gift. And number four, don't look at Others give it to drown you. Drown you. And number five. And number five. Don't be 
blinded by what? Oh, don't, don't let other people's gift blind you. You have something to offer. Look. Do you have intestines? Do you see it? By his work, you know, it's called private ministry. Nobody class for the intestines. Nobody be class for the heart. Nobody be class for the brain. You buy, you buy soap. You bath. What do you call it? Uh, the body. You bath the eyes. You bath the ear. You bath the nose. You buy pepsodent. You clean the teeth. Clean your tongue and everything. Hey, you buy hair. Pomade. You go to the salon. Spend three hours, four hours. Trying to decorate the hair and everything. But don't think about the stomach or the intestines. But it's working. You don't buff it. But this private minister, the day he digress and say, hey, won't me. I will not move again. You suddenly you have a septic tank in your in your because nothing is going. You're not supposed to have a septic tank, but now you have a septic tank. Yeah. And you see your abdomen bloating. And you start vomiting. No poo-poo, you are vomiting. So, we have to even now enter in. Sometimes we enter, it has turned black. Is black, so we cut, cut here, and cut this side, and join, and throw the dead part away before you start working again. So don't worry when nobody sees you. Don't worry when you're in the night, you're in the land and city. No, don't worry when people don't see what you're doing. You are visiting, calling people, checking people, and don't worry at all. And no one clap for me. It's only when the business can. That's when they clap. Don't worry about it at all. Don't do something for someone to, to clap for you. Your heavenly father who sees it in secret, he will reward you openly. Number five. On staying connected. Colossians 3.15 Let the peace of God rule your hearts to the which ye are called to one body and be thankful. What the Bible is saying is that What number is that? Huh? Five or six. Okay, wherever you are. You see, he said, you are called into one body. What is the church? We are called to be born again. Romans 1 7. Called to be saints. 
we are called into office of the pastor apostle. Paul, a servant of the Lord Jesus, Romans 1, 1, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle. So called to be born again, saints, called to be an apostle. There is also a calling into one body. And that one body is the church. Why are you not in the Methodist church? Because God didn't call you there. Why are you not in Pentecost? Because God didn't call you there. Why are you not in action? It's very strange. God himself has a way of putting everybody somewhere. You are here because God called you. That's why we should fight against things that want to decall you. Decall you. If you are in a church, understand that the Spirit of God called you. Eh, but there are other churches. There are other parents also. So change your mother and change your father because there are other parents. In fact, there are parents in the neighborhood. Next, next door, behind your house, there's another mother there. From, from, from today, when you go home, say that I, I've changed. I want to be my, my parents. I'll know if my mother's house. Go, 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 go there and eat. I've seen a certain prophet. He's one of those. He's able to call uh, telephone, telephone numbers. One day, one, one, my children was working for a man. And the man was telling him, hey, come and join our church. Our pastor, he sees you. Your pastor is not powerful. Our pastor, he sees. So he came to tell me. And I just laughed. He didn't keep on the well, angry with the pastor who sees and they had left the church. If your pastor is not an eye, but he's a nose, why would he want to become an eye? If you just keep on smelling God and letting people to smell God, that's all. Oh, Jesus. So, we are all called into one body. One what? One what? Body. Some, one day you get to heaven. God said, I called into loyalty house. And you moved to Gublikov house. That is why he said he didn't see some things. One day, certain man was offended. He wanted to live there. And the Holy Spirit came to tell him, no, no, stay. It's a book, a book I read.
if you don't understand your calling, this one, not preaching, but calling to be a listener, you will never contribute. This is what I've been called to be. It works. I get blessed. So I'm also going to put in my everything to help build what I've been called in to build. Do you understand me? Yeah. And by him, I mean, it's only the pastor who gets the promotion. Who to the pastor gets the promotion? Are you thinking about me standing here and preaching? That's the promotion. Rather, I am, I am God has sent me as a servant of Jesus Christ. I'm a servant who is carrying God's food and God's water and I'm serving you, Pastor Ivan. I'm serving you food. I'm a servant. I'm serving you food. That's how my mind I'm serving you what? Food. I'm carrying, I'm wearing a, a, what do you call it? a servant's dress, a waiter's dress with my dress and I'm serving you food. That's what I'm doing. It's not a, it's not a, 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 a what? Grand, grandeur or aggrandizement. Oh, me, I want to be on the stage and then it's like, no. Even singers, when you're singing, your mind that you are wearing a servant's dress to serve the people, not for applause. If you don't have that mind, you lose it. I'm a servant. That God is using me to serve people water. Lowly. So we are called. Test body me bought the same meter. And Lord, give me grace to contribute to what you have put me in. Now, as I close, he said the key. The key of contribution to where I've been called that say be thankful. Colossians 15. Be thankful. Be thankful. Lord, I thank you for my church. Don't be. You see, if you are a discontented son of Mr. Minson, because Mr. Uh, our which, which, which is your next neighbor, they have a Benz, they have a Range Rover, and your father only has a motto. So you are very discontent. You are looking at other people. You'll be a very discontented son. But you are happy, thankful for your father, thankful for your mother. And I wish my, my, my mother, my, my father was the MP in the area. Like my life would be better. Go and ask the children of the MP in the area whether they are happy. Because no money that makes you happy. When you are a little child, money can make you happy. I mean, everything. But when you grow like that, it's not money. So, be what? Thankful. Lord, I'm thankful that, Lord, I'm part of this ministry. Lord, I'm thankful I'm part of this ministry. Lord, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. That gratitude changes something about you and makes you do your best in the church. 
monkey the work, babu do chop. So that baboons will work and will go chop. The baboons. What is the baboon chopping? The baboon, he buys his own dress. He buys his own shoe. He buys his own car. He buys his own everything. He buys his own everything. When the mind is not working in a certain way, but she being thankful from today. Be, you see, whoever your parents are, be thankful to God. Your parents, even if your parents did not, did not didn't have, be thankful. Yes, I'm thankful for my parents. Yes, my father didn't go to school, my mother didn't go to school, but I'm thankful that uh, and two illiterate produced a doctor. Yes, so it's not, it's not where, where, where you are coming from. Yeah, there are people who, are, who had money, but they couldn't become doctors. You want to be a doctor? <laughs> so be thankful. If you don't know what God would do, be thankful you are here. Be what? Thankful. If I'm married, be thankful. Don't look at other people's places. I went to this person's house. And when I went, I, I saw 78-inch curved TV. And then we, uh, TV is 50 inches. And then, and then my neighbor's children, they are in Teman International, uh, what? International schools. And then you have put our children in Ashama, LA, local authority. Look, be thankful. Be what? Thankful. And be, be part of the body. Be thankful. You be a happy person. Let's be on our feet. Just pray for yourself. As the Lord, the Lord make me a compacted member of the body in this loyalty house. Show me mercy and show me grace. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lord. Make me a compacted member of the loyalty denomination, Lord. Pour the oil of the spirit of the living God upon me. You chose me for the foundation of the world. Be part of his family. Lord, deliver us from deceptions and lies, crazy lies of the accursed one, of the wicked one, of Lucifer's wickedness in the blood of the Lord Jesus. Spirit of God, help us not to look at what others are doing, but to see what you are putting us. Stay up the grace. Lord, stay up the gifts. Lift up your hand. Stay up spirit of God. Every gift that you have given to us for the use of the body. Let everybody become functional. Let those who can pray, pray. Let those who can exhort, exhort. Let those who can teach and stab our centers, stab our centers. In the name of Jesus. Let those who prophesy, prophesy. Let those, oh God, who show mercy, show mercy. Let those who like intercession, Lord, become intercessors. Oh, Jesus of Nazareth. Let everybody find his place.
For in the day that Lord you call us to heaven, our works will follow you. Our, our works will follow us. We bind Satan. We heal offenses. Yes, Lord. Heal deceptions. In Jesus' name. Drive deceiving spirits. Yes. Lord, from our minds. Yes, Lord. And from our hearts. Yes, Lord. And let the King of Glory, Jesus. even Jesus, yes. the Son of Yahweh, yes. help us. Amen. I pray God as we function. Oil the body. Pray for oil of the Holy Spirit on the body. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Lubricate every joint. Jesus. Lubricate every member. Yes, Lord. Make us functional. Yes. Remove the frictions In Jesus name. of offenses. Yes. Of envy. Yes. Of wickedness. Jesus. Of they don't like me. Jesus. Remove those frictions. Yes, Lord. From our souls. Yes. And let the ease yes, Lord. of the Holy Spirit. Jesus. Now, Lord God. Lord. Flow through us. Yes. Let our hearts be healed. Yes, Lord. Let our minds be healed. Jesus. May we enjoy you, Lord, yes. in the body. Yes. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we bless your name for the victory yes. this morning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You are here and you don't know the Lord Jesus. But today you want to receive Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Jesus is here. Lift up your right hand. If your hand is up, please walk up to me in the name of Jesus. Jesus. God bless you. God bless you, my daughter. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I believe. I believe. You are the Son of the Father. The God. Son of the Father. You came to this world. Came into this world. To die for my sins. Die for my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please wash me. Please wash me. In the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. And come and live in my heart. Come and live in my As heart. As my Lord. My Lord, my God, my God, and my Savior. And my Savior. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for indwelling me. Indwelling I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm a child of God, the I'm Father. Of God, the, Father. The, Father of our Lord Jesus. the Father of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Christ. I'm saved. Same. Satan. Satan. I don't belong to you I anymore. Don't belong to you anymore. And you have no part in me anymore. And you have no part in me anymore. The blood has ended your activities. The blood has taken activities. in my life. My life. And in my generation, in my generation, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. For saving my soul. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Welcome to God's kingdom. Let's follow our brother here. A pastor here. 
Let's be seated. It's communion time. Next week, we are going to continue with our Stay Connected. Are you enjoying the Staying Connected sermons? If you stay connected, God will prosper you. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but blood of Jesus. What can make me whole? the blood, oh, the blood of my Jesus, yes, Lord, Jesus, Jesus, you are holy, you are holy and God, Jesus, Ephesians 1, 3 to 7. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Number one, who has blessed us? No, he will bless us. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. No physical blessings. Spiritual blessings. The blessings are spiritual. That he imparts. In heavenly places, not in earthly places, but in heavenly places or in the Holy Ghost. Now, so the first thing that we are already blessed, amen. Number two, according as he chose us before the foundations of the world, 
your, our parents were just agents of God to bring us forth. But God chose us before the world. He made the world. Some of us are struggling with identity crisis. Who loves you? Who does not love you? But if you could choose you before the foundation of the world, you should know the magnitude of Jehovah's love. I understand him. Then he says that, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So the third thing is that he chose us to be holy. Some of us are struggling to be holy. It's a struggle. But today God is going to help us. And to be without blame. Why? Because Jesus took the blame. But we are still carrying the blame because of what the devil is speaking to us. But today God is going to end Satan's voice. The blamer will be cursed today. In Jesus' name. That we shall walk without blame. Before him. Yes. Our destiny is before the, in the presence of God. God wants us to live in his presence. In love. In love. Loving God and loving people. Then verse 5. Having predestinated that our, he has already pre-programmed us onto adoption of children by Jesus. So we are adopted sons. The adopted sons are just like the real sons. So we are just like Jesus. I understand me. Eh? According to the good pleasure of his will, even though Jesus died painfully, but it was his good pleasure to see you as a son. Verse 6. To the praise and the, of the glory of his grace, wherein we are accepted in the beloved. Now what he's saying is that we are accepted in Jesus Christ. Whether somebody accepts you or the person does not accept you. Whether somebody likes you or you don't like you. God has accepted you and likes you because you are in his beloved son. In fact, you are, we are supposed to be God's beloved son. Just like Jesus. And he says that because of that, the great glory of his grace, the glory of his help, the presence of his help, his help that brings, the presence that brings his help and brings praises. In other words, God wants your life to yield praises to him. Verse 7. In whom we have redemption. We are bought. Even the forgiveness of our sins. According to the riches of his grace. So expect number one what? Blessings already. To neutralize curses. Number two. Expect or know that God has chosen you already. The devil is a loser. And number three, is know that you are holy without blame before God in love. And number four, know that you are a son and that it pleased God to kill himself to save you. And number five, know that God wants to help you with his presence. That brings 
glory to him. And number six, you are accepted in Christ. He accepts you. You are accepted in the church. Whatever is telling you that nobody likes you is, is a devil. It's no God. And number seven, we are redeemed and bought and therefore God owns us, not the devil. Everything that is claiming ownership loses his power. Father, this is what you did through this wonderful son of the living God, even our blessed Savior. As we eat, let these seven things happen to us. We are blessed already. You have chosen us before the foundation of the world. We are made holy. We, all the accusations and condemnations dry out of our heart and our mind. We are without blame because Jesus carried the blame. We are in your presence, O Lord our God. We are sons of God. May we walk as sons. We are accepted as your beloved heavenly father children. Holy Spirit, we are accepted as your beloved children. And let your presence bring help that our lives will speak praises to you, God. And through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, O Lord our God, any power, any power, any God, any shrine, anything, any power Satan that is, that is claiming, loses his claim. Lord Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the body of Jesus Christ, that the Lord God of Israel, even God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he owns us. Own us. Own our families. Own our children. Own the church. And let heaven supply your graciousness the body of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for these seven blessings upon our lives. Whatever is a curse is prevailed over by the blessings of Jesus. We walk in blessings and not in curses. Bless our church under Bishop Dagwood Mills and under the chairmanship of Bishop Sam. I pray, Lord, for divine connection to you, to Bishop Dag, to Bishop Sam, and to ourselves. Let all wounds be healed, Holy Spirit. Let all Heads be taken away. Let all intimidations be cursed by the name of Jesus and reveal Jesus in us and before us and with us and by us and bless us so much, Lord God, with yourself. May we see blessings that we have never seen before. In the name of Jesus, whatever comes to hurt us, be hurt in Jesus' name. Whatever come to destroy us, be destroyed in Jesus' name. Thank you for your angels. Thank you for your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Today is your first time of being here. Can you be on your feet?